Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. You got that kind of pizzazz. You, you dress like that. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You definitely do. <laughs> and damn, like Nike buying you damn piece and chains with diamonds on it. <laughs> Holy crap. Oh, that's when you know you made it. I'm here in Cincinnati with the Bengals, and one reason I'm here, look at the man over there, Joe Burrow, Joe B, taking some pictures, big timing over there. I got to wait my turn. That's just the way it is when it's Joe Burrow. That's how you got to do. He's big time. He's a star. It's the Bengals. They're cool now because of Joe Burrow. I want to like break down a little bit of everything, Joe. I mean, first off, thanks for coming. You got it. You're the man. I Appreciate really look you. up to you a lot in a lot of ways. Enjoy watching you. All right, grip. First thing I want to talk to you about. First off, let me see your hands. Do you mind if we play this game a little, do you? Little guys. I know they're not that little, but I have big hands too. Yeah. What were you at the combine? Nine inches. Nine inches. It's a big deal. Right. I know it's a big deal. You were like, <laughs> why is it a big deal? Yeah. But, but it's not as a big deal anymore, at least to me, like because you, you, and like other guys in your generation, the way you grip the ball. So can I like, kind of see that in person? Yeah. You pay attention to that, like you yeah, know, I'm always on second lace and, and under then, five. Yeah, you're a two and under five. Yeah, always always. grip the ball that way. Always. You did. So it didn't change from college, high school. No, I thought about changing it when I got to the league. Yeah. And I tried to. I just couldn't quite spin it the way I wanted to. Right. So I just went back to it. Right. Um, but I got figured out a, a way when it gets cold and dry to to hold it well. Yeah. Right. So wait, what would you, like when you got to the league? What, what were you? Toying with like a little. Well, bit. I tried to go pinky on you the tried lace. You to get it on. That's what for, I do. Yeah, for when it's windy. Right. And it's dry, so you can just get a little better grip. Right. But it just didn't feel right. Didn't coming feel out. right. No. Yeah. Too yeah. too thick in that area. Yeah. Right. All right. Now talk about just a little bit like the ball itself. How do you? I know we got some equipment guys here and stuff <laughs> yeah. like. But so tell me about the week of like getting the ball ready for the game, or how did that process go? Well, we always got to go in and make sure all. So we have our game ball bag. Right that we always use and you usually have to pick one or two every week because yep. somebody breaks a record or somebody scores a touchdown and wants to keep it so right. you always got to pick one or two but I mean for camp you got to pump them up outside we just talked about this the other day right because you pump it up inside to the PSI that you want yep. and then you bring it outside and it's really hot and, and it, it blows up and it gets round right so you got to pump it up outside so it doesn't you say you know. Yeah, yeah, so it's just right there. Okay, so that's one of your nuances. And then, like, you got them, like, mudding the ball, doing all that kind of stuff during the week to get it the way you want it? Yeah, they're, they're good at that. I don't yeah. know that whole process yeah. to get it the way I want it. They yeah. know I like the laces Kind up. of sticking out. I don't like the laces down. So you look it. for the balls with the laces yeah. coming out. Laces coming out, right. for sure. No doubt. Yeah, I, I hear you. I was the same way. Yeah. Any thoughts that go through your mind when you're talking to, like, wet ball, I got to play a game in the rain? Do you do you adjust the grip or grip it lighter or harder or anything when you do that? Yeah, I have a, 
a little secret for the rain that okay. I think I have figured out, and I don't know if anybody else does, so I'm going to keep that one to myself. Okay, all right, cool. But I like maybe it. I'll tell you afterwards. All right, fine. You definitely got to think about it if it's windy, if it's dry. Yeah. You're going to hold the ball differently and throw it differently depending on right. the elements outside. I always had to grip it a little less. Not yeah. that I was Joe Burrow or played as much as you did, but... I gripped it less when it was wet, and I felt you like... definitely grip it a little less. A little less, right? Because yeah. you, get, you get scared to like squeeze out of your hand if it's too wet, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is the other thing people can't get over. when I, I'm going to talk to Joe Burrow. Oh, I, you know, Joe Burrow, he's so cute, blah, 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 all that. <laughs> so I got all that. You know, my Aunt Wendy and my, you know, my kids, they all want to say hi to you. But I don't think they realize what a big guy you are. Like, like, people are always very surprised when they see me how tall I am. Right? I would think so. Yeah. I mean, you're what, 6'4 and a half? 6'4. 6'4, right. Yeah. All right. And then, like, weight-wise? I'm not as that big. I'm 210, 211, 212, yeah. somewhere around there. You lose weight from college, though? Like, to me, it looks like from year one to year two, you thinned out in yeah. a good way. I'm not trying to... Did you put, it, like, effort into that? Or um, it just kind of just happened naturally. Yeah. And, you know, with the rehab, after the surgery, after my rookie year, I'd lost a ton of weight. Right. Um, and so I had to put that back on. I just wasn't able to put on all the weight that I wanted to. Right. And then I was like, well, I'm playing better than I ever have, and I'm right. lighter, so I'm just going to keep this just going. Just stay with it. Yeah, and I'm feeling great, healthy. Yeah. The only reason I would need to be heavier is to take all these hits, but yeah. I'm taking the hits just fine. Yeah, what you I'm are. Where I'm at. Yes. So. Yeah, you take them too well, actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You're very good at it. Yeah. All right, if you don't mind... I'm, I'm intrigued by, I've watched some of your warm-ups before games, and I know you got it's an extensive warm-up. But, like, take me through it, like, a little bit, if you don't mind. Me and you have a little catch, yeah. maybe 10 yards apart. Let's do it. All right, take me through it. I know it's extensive, and I know I don't want you to work too hard here, but just tell me a little bit about what you do, how you start, kind of the thought process, what goes into, like, preparing for the game. Just starting out, yeah, I'm just starting out 10 yards apart usually, getting everything activated. And this is like the warm-up to the warm-up. Right. You know, trying to get my body balanced to do what I need to do in the next section of the warm-up. Right. Just get, get the feel of being 50-50, trying different arm angles. Gotcha. Um, and then... 50-50, you're talking about weight in the legs. Yeah, just make weight sure distribution. It's both. Right. Uh, I used to be more so on my back. Right. And I felt like I couldn't get my front foot down the way I really wanted to. Yeah. And so I shifted it 50-50. Right. So I can get that front foot down faster and get my back hip through faster. And it just makes everything faster and quicker. more compact right. and more powerful. Right. So that's something you've really thought about over the last year and a half or so. For sure, yeah. And adjusting. And it also, after my knee injury, putting... A little more weight on that front foot makes it a little more stable, and I'm not just kind of sticking it out there yeah, okay. waiting to get hit. Right. right. So it's all coming together. Now, like, you, how you line up, do you have a thing how you line up? Like, do you look at, like, okay, shoulders in, or you try to aim, like, slightly left of me a little bit? Just in this part. Right. You know, I'm not really thinking about that when I'm throwing, but, you know, I always start the warm-up with, the optimal throwing position. Yeah, right. And so just trying to close my shoulder off to my target, 50-50, right. little knee bend, yeah. straight up, athletic back. And just boom. trying to get all that ready Let to go. Let it go, right. Yeah. Who's your idols? Like, who's cool to Joe Cool? Drew Brees is my favorite quarterback growing up. Right. Um, I was more of a college fan yeah. than an NFL fan. Right. Um, all my family played at Nebraska, so I loved watching 
Cornhuskers. Right. Taylor Martinez, loved him. Right. Thought I was going to be a basketball guy. Yeah. So obviously LeBron James coming from Ohio. Right. Played his high school in, when I was in high school in basketball twice. Yeah. How'd you do? We lost both times, okay. but I put up some good numbers. All right, that's good. Yeah, I was more, I mean, I liked football, I liked college football, but I was more of a basketball guy. Gotcha. What about music? What are you listening to? Who are you jamming? Well, Kid Cudi, growing up. Oh, yeah. That was my guy. Cleveland guy. We've had a relationship. He, we hung out after the, after the Super Bowl. We have, we're good friends now, so that's been awesome. Right. Um, Tame Impala. Been listening to a ton of Tame. Yeah. Um, I know, I know it. My wife likes that right there. Yeah, it's very good. Yeah. Future, Gunna, Young yeah. Thug. So you're, so you're a hip hop guy for the yeah, most part. Yeah, I'm a hip hop guy for sure. All right, yeah, I'm with you there. You got that kind of pizzazz. You, you dress like that. I got it. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. You definitely do. <laughs> and damn, like Nike buying you damn piece and chains with diamonds on it. <laughs> Holy crap! Oh, that's when you know you made it. When they, Nike buys you a jewelry, that's when you know you're the man. <laughs> All right, so now for the Super Bowl, I saw you doing, like, an extensive, for lack of a better way to say it, like, oh, shit, I'm going to be under pressure in this game. I need to get the ball out of my hands well, quick. After, do you always do that? Well, after I do, yeah, after I do all my pocket stuff, then right. I'm doing my outside-the-pocket stuff. So right. I'm doing my nakeds. I'm doing my scramble drill, short, intermediate, deep throws, the high corners. Right. Each side, just trying to... You know, get my body ready to go in case it becomes a game. Yeah. I'm going to have to get out and make plays with my feet. Yeah, right. So that's always part of the process. Always, yeah. yeah. So your ball boy that we had out here, what's his name? Trunk. Trunk? Yeah. Trunk's always your hands? That's my guy. That's your, that's your catch, your, your, your guy. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right, Trunk, you're on. We got you on here. You're documented, all right? <laughs> you can't escape it. You're on NBC Sports forever. <laughs> yep, we brought you in. Might bring you in again. All right, if you don't mind just getting back into a little bit more of the mechanics, because I'm, like, intrigued with the fact that you're Joe Burrow. You're the number one pick of the draft. You were having a great rookie year. You came away from the year going, i got to get better at a few things. And you know you made a lot of comments, and I saw it, and I heard your coaches comment about your arm strength and just talking about putting a little more power on the football. So kind of just what went into that? Like, what brought you there? What was the point where you went, I need to throw the ball a little harder? Yeah. And then kind of what did you do to, to, to fix it? It was really some of the elements in the AFC North, you know, realizing because I grew up in Ohio, played high school football in Ohio, but then I played my college ball in Baton Rouge, and right. the weather is always great. Right. And then you come up here, and it's windy, and it could be cold, and I couldn't cut the ball through the wind the way I really wanted to. Right. And then I had the knee injury, and I thought it was a great opportunity to kind of start from the ground up with my throwing motion. Gotcha. Because I'm going to, at some point, I'm going to just have to sit here and throw because I'm not going to be able to move around. Right. And so that was the beginning of the entire process, just being more connected with my body and my legs when I was just standing and throwing, coming off that surgery, yep. and trying to figure out ways to get a little more power and torque just standing there, and then it just continued to grow, and then... You know, you're doing rehab and getting your hips. Yeah. I mean, my hips were stronger than they had ever been. Right. Just because of all the rehab I was doing for my knee, and it translated to, to more power on the football. Who, co who coaches you with this stuff? Who watches you over, over you? Are you doing this by yourself, or do you got somebody you trust? So uh, Jordan Palmer helps me a lot. Yep, right. Alan Cowley. Jordan's the man. So I try to go there for a right. week every year. Right. Get a little tune-up before camp. Yep. Try to get one right after the season. And then a lot of it's on my own. You know, I take stuff from him, and apply it to my game and then I'll find some stuff that I that I think I can 
apply to myself and find that and you know just tweak little things here and there every year. So you t you, you talked about like to get more RPMs. You you seem like you're more about the hips, thinking about the hips and that with that rotation of that pop you get well, right there. Yeah, it's not so much thinking about the hips. It's yeah. more so thinking about that front leg, just okay. getting it down. Yeah. Because okay. how are you going to get your hips through if right. your if front you're leg is not down? Yeah, sure, sure. So you get all those cleats in the ground. Right. Get a forceful stop of this. Sure. This left hip, sure. so you can. Come Rotate, through with that right. back hip and get more power on it. Right. And, you know, like I said before, I'm lighter than I've ever been, but yeah. I'm throwing it as hard as I've ever no thrown before. No doubt. It popped to me at the Super Bowl because I saw you your rookie year, and I went, well, his arm got noticeably stronger. Yeah. And even your, I don't know, am I crazy to think your follow-through got a little different? Why are you not sweating and I'm sweating, first off? <laughs> See, this is why he's Joe Cool and I'm freaking Chris Sims working on TV, all right? But your arm angle, like even when I go back and watch film from your, fr your rookie year, the arm might have come down this way well, more to where I noticed like you're almost a little more across now after yeah, the follow-through. I think through. it's, I mean, my rookie year, I was more like back here and I was following through uh, with my right. whole body sure. and right. I wasn't, you know, sitting back on it and letting this hip dictate yeah. everything. Right. And so I think when you're doing this, you're going to come over the top a little more. And if and you're sitting you're back, it's just kind of natural. Yeah, I didn't really think about that. It just kind of happened. It happened with that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that, that, it's really interesting that way. Around any corner, within every battle, and with the dawn of each new day, the threat of the unexpected, the unpredictable, and the unrelenting lies in wait. But Marines will always be there. They are the constant in the chaos. No matter the battlefield, Marines adapt to win defeating every shifting threat, protecting our nation's future. The few, the proud, the Marines. All right, like the off-season, how much are we throwing? Like, your Super Bowl was over. How much of time did you take off before you kind of got well, back into throwing a little? I didn't throw it all until OTAs. Okay. Because you know, I dislocated my finger against the Chargers. I think that was week 14 or 15. Right. And that was kind of bothering me throughout the whole right. rest of the year. So I needed to let that rest. And so then I you didn't had the ankle and from yeah. the game, the Super Bowl. Yeah, and right. so I didn't. I took a lot of time off. Yeah, didn't start throwing until we started OTAs. All right, your your accuracy, it's off the freaking charts. Is there any key to it to you there? Is there something you think about? You know, I mean, or is is no. accuracy just always been naturally? That's just always something that I've been good at. You've been good That's at. That's something it. that I never really had to think about. Right. You know, I never had the strongest arm or was the fastest, but I could always put it where I wanted it. And no matter what sport, it sounds like, because I know you were a good basketball player. Yeah, so hand-eye, you can hoop yeah, a little bit. I can hoop a little You're bit. You're a good golfer, too? No, I no. Yeah. Do you play even much? No. No, I'm kind of with you because there. Because I know if I I like that. If I play and I stink, I'm going to get obsessed yeah, with and it. And want to do it all the time. And then I'm going to put way too much time in it and neglect the thing that I need to put time in, so right. I just don't really mess with it. Yeah. I just saw you. You had a pre... We ate lunch. You had a pre-meal. Somebody made it for you. You had the shake. Like, what's what's kind of our goal eating every day? We're not on, like, TV 12 total diet yet, are we? Yet? Are <laughs> I mean, right there? I'm not, I don't exactly know Tom's entire deal, but figured out something that works for me and makes me feel good. Yeah. Um, I don't really eat dairy. Right. I don't eat a ton of red meat. Okay. Um, and I think it's just different for everybody. Yeah, sure. Fine. You know, I tried a lot of different things, cutting out certain things, adding things back in to see what makes me feel the best. Right. And so I've got it pretty dialed to what makes my 
body and keeps the inflammation out and keeps the swelling out if I do get an injury to allow me to feel as good as I can the next week. Right, right. Then like you weight weight training, like are we moving weights or are you like what kind of thing are you doing yeah, there? I still lift heavy. You do? Uh-huh. Yeah. That's something that I enjoy. Right. Um you know, some people don't really like lifting yeah. heavy, but that's something that I'm I've all, I've always right. done that I kind of relaxes me and makes me feel good. And, yeah. And so I keep that. But when you do that, you got to maintain your mobility. So we do a lot of, you know, mobility you do series. A lot of, like stretching and, out. Yeah, making sure that the joints are You're staying not flexible, too bulky, and not necessarily thinking and, about com- yeah. becoming too bulky. I'd love to be bulky right. if I still have all the mobility that I that I need and you don't want to be too mobile in your trunk because if you're too mobile it's going to take a lot to get that torque that you need to throw the football you want to be mobile in your shoulders but if you're too mobile in your trunk then you're going to have to get way back here to get that torque sure that you need right so, you know trunk mobility is definitely you need it but you don't want too much of it at the same time you like that tightness a little bit yeah. like uh, the, the feeling that lifting weights gives you a little <clears> bit like you're responsive right away exactly yeah I, I understand that I had a little bit of that my, myself all right like last last few things I want to ask you about just as far as like you the human being I'm, I'm amazed by you I see you here you've changed this organization it's cool to be here in Cincinnati now because Joe Burrow's here and I you know I'm not trying to be mean to the Bengals. I'm just saying that's the way it is. My kid now is like a Joe Burrow in the Bengals. I mean, it's just, that's what it is. But you have this way about you. Have you, and and I don't, I know it's weird to talk about it, but like your ability to lead people and not be too rah-rah, I guess I'm very impressed by it. And I guess what I want to say is just like, were you always this way? Is this something you had to think of a little bit, you know, how to carry yourself or just come very natural? No, I just always try to be myself. Yeah. Whether you're talking to, I mean, when you're playing football, you're talking to a lot of different kinds of people. Definitely. And what I realized pretty early is if you're just yourself, you know, people are going to want to be around you. Accept it. Um, And you, I mean, everyone's been around those guys that try too hard to lead and comes off corny. Yeah. They say something, you're like, oh, okay. So he's saying something again. But, you know, I try to keep those moments. And don't say anything unless I actually have something to say. So it's powerful when I do say it. Right. You know, I'm not just out there, oh, I'm the quarterback. I got to say something in front of everybody. It's not, I don't think that's the way to go about it. I think if you have something to say, say it. If you don't have anything to say, don't manufacture something that yeah. you think people want to hear. Right. Just be yourself. Yeah, right. All right. So, like, when it comes to pressure moments, do you ever have to, like, did you ever have to think about it there? I mean, Joe Cool, I've never seen you blink under pressure yet, right? I mean, did, did you have to work on that aspect? Like, let me, let me, because I know I faked it a few times where yeah. I was probably a little like, oh, crap, this is a big moment, but let me act like I'm cool and, like, whatever. I definitely thought about it a little. You, you don't seem to. No, that's, that's when I get in my zone. That's when everything's kind of closes in and you're focused, more intensely focused than you ever are right. the rest of the time. Um, it just feels different when those big moments at the end of the game come and it's do or die, it's like, what are you going to do if the coverage takes away the play that you have? Right. You're going to have to do something. Yeah. And so, you know, if you're thinking freely and you know you put in the prep to, you know, not be worried about seeing safety rotation and getting that nickel, you, you just see it and you make the change and you go play. You're not thinking about all this stuff you're just reacting you're reacting because you know the confidence in your prep that you have right 
and so that allows me to play yeah. free in those situations. It's a reactionary position. I know people forget that about quarterbacks. You've got too many things to worry about to actually think about, oh, wait, this is a big play and a big game. All right, but self-doubt, have you ever had self-doubt? Did you ever, like, you have? Yeah. yeah. When when was that? Like I, I look at it and go, man, like when you had to leave Ohio State, did you? Yeah, know? I was putting play. I was putting in the same work that I always put in. Right. And you're I, going, what's going on? Wasn't playing. Yeah. Of course, right. there was self doubt in that right. moment. It's, uh, I mean, when you don't play for three years, and you're putting in the work, and you feel like you're practicing really well, and you right. feel like, you know, you could go out there and make plays and do what you've always done, but you're not getting the opportunity to, to show what you can do. It's yeah. frustrating and. You know, there were times where I started updating that resume. Sure, sure. To, you know, thinking about being an investment baker or something like that. Um, but fortunately, the the work that I put in during those three years really paid off, and you know, I got better each year. And you know, I was very worried about getting on the field and playing, but at the same time, I had people around me that really allowed me to focus on getting better every single day in, in the weight room, worked really hard in the weight room, yeah. kept getting better during practice, and, you know, the rest took care of itself, just unfortunately not not there. Do you talk to yourself? Like, are you one that even talk to yourself like you're talking about at the end of the game and the big moment before you go out in the series? Oh, yeah. You will? For sure. You talk like, like, like you going like, hey, Joe, like, let's, like, what are we, what are we saying yeah. to ourselves if you don't mind? They've caught me, they've caught me mic'd up so yeah. talking to myself every yeah. now and then. Right. I think just whatever depends right. depends on the moment. Yeah, I'm not don't have one one thing that I say to myself, but you know whatever comes to me in the moment, I maybe I'll talk to myself. Yeah. over back on the bike or something. Right, right. All right, we already established that you're cooler than me, like in a lot of ways, like cooler in life. And I'm sweating, and you're cooler actually. But does this make me any cooler? Yeah, it does. I would I, I would say so. Okay. I, uh, I could Even give you, with sweat dripping down the glasses? Yeah, I could give you a couple pointers. Yeah. We could get you right. But These that's are decent, my glasses. It's a decent start. It's a decent start. Yeah. All right, good. Because I'm like I'm going into 42-year-old dad territory. Yeah. I'm not very cool anymore. Well, it's official. You got the, I like the shoes. You like the shoes? Yeah, okay. the jeans are fitting, fitting well. You like my watch? I like the watch. Okay. The plain tee. All right. I'm impressed. All right, thanks, man. Yeah. Shit. I'm cool. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. That's Maverick. No, I'm I'm Maverick. He's he's the main guy. I don't know what that means. I can't remember either. Oh, you're Maverick. I'm Iceman. I don't know what that means. You don't know Top Gun? No, I've never seen Top Gun. Gosh, see you're young. Holy cow! I heard the new one's good though. That's what everybody says it is. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.